Senor Eli. Hey there, <laughs> listeners. This is your DM Eli and Jake's the showrunner, and we have episode 10 of Next on the Initiative for everyone today. That's right. You know what they say, like unique intros help engage people listening, right? <laughs> you feel immersed, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, we could always change it up and be like, hey there, listeners, or what's up, you beautiful... Oh, I don't think I could say that in the first few minutes. Okay. I was so excited for a second, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, what up, my computer bros? I don't know. What's a, what's a like, YouTuber intro people use? What up, my binaries? <laughs> my ones and zeros? All the, all the uh, colors in between, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all the cryptos in between. <laughs> oh, yeah. To the moon, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have episode 10 of our podcast, Next on Initiative, for everyone today. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Something simple. Let's keep it. Let's keep it calm. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what we do. Sometimes we use World 20 to play in D&D. So, like, we talk about the map, tokens, and character placements on the computer screens. And we're getting better at announcing everything as we're, like, role-playing over Discord. But, you know, sometimes we mess up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For example, on how we're getting better at announcements, here's an announcement for everyone today. Um... It says on the script, Q drummings. Am I supposed to just... I'm going to pat my no, tummy. Here, I got you. I got you. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, okay. We have our YouTube channel up and running. Yay! Huzzah! <laughs> I, I, I think I, we, brought, uh, we mentioned this last time, but like, I don't know. We're bringing it up again because like, it's coming along pretty nicely. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come check it out and see the episodes featuring visuals to help with the tracking of things those important details such as who's talking in the scene or how many enemies were fighting that's now something you can see so let us all take this moment to praise and applause applaud blah, applaud showrunner jakes for making this possible nah nah I'm, I'm good i'm good but like yeah i did really make an effort to like the podcast episodes a little more visually engaging for like youtube you know like there's a visualizer i put in like character art of like us like the actual real life people and then like our characters in the in the game you know what i mean right right yeah so like you can know who's talking when and what characters like in the scene right and my voice does not do it a lot of justice <laughs> and so like i know youtube isn't like the go-to place for podcasts but if you ever want to recommend this podcast to somebody and you know they're maybe not used to podcast or something pretty good place to start you know indeed yeah and if you also want like your name shouted out at the beginning of these intros or like at the end of the youtube videos just consider supporting us on patreon that helps us more than you think you know things are just a bit crazy out there in the real world so we do appreciate the listen we hope that you can enjoy the peaceful travels with our <laughs> intrepid explorers. <laughs> Good thing we can enjoy this safely in the tower, right, Jakes? Yeah, yeah, quote unquote peaceful travels <laughs> in this like imaginary podcast tower that we've established, right? It's not like <laughs> it's not like we live in the real world with like, you know, all the shit going on and we're doom scrolling through the internet and being like <laughs> <laughs> and being like, oh my god. You know what, you know what, Elijah, can you go get the old man before I start thinking of, like, my fragile... Alright, alright, I'm gonna go downstairs and we're just gonna hear the echoes and the sounds of his coughing. Hold on. Yeah, quick, quick, I'm starting to think about my fragile mortality. Hurry! <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you need some water, Elijah? Greetings and salutations to all, to you all listening. It is nice to hear you all today, well with all limbs intact. <laughs> Let us immerse ourselves in this antibacterial narration to prevent potential mycelia infections, unlike our players who find themselves sporadically placed in this new terrain with torch talks and circwood. <laughs> who knows what else they'll encounter in these fungi caverns. It's gonna be spores. 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 Fungi. Those fungi spores. Danger. Beware of the whispering old man in the water. 
Welcome back, y'all. We are returning back to the Out of the Abyss. We last left off with the group escaping and trekking even deeper into the Underdark. After a few conversations, they made the, uh, the total agreement to head towards the Dark Lake. From there, they don't know where they're going, either Rackersburg or Superdope. They don't know if their paths may split or they'll continue the same way. That was going to be decided over at the Dark Lake. You all headed towards this tunnel, which uh, led you all into this spider cavern where you encountered several creatures and just finished up a large battle. We returned to everyone, finishing up their short rest. Um, it feels like it's the middle of the day and everyone, you are still kind of tensed about the situation. We see Eldip and Damondale uh, tending to their rooms since they took a heavy hit. Rapido and Shushar are kind of keeping a vigilant watch around, trying to make sure no other spiders try to attack you all. What is everyone else doing? It suddenly remembers something, pulls out the spider whistle, and blows it. Give me a performance check. You got a whistle. Oh my god, he chose to do this now. Blow the whistle. Dun, dun, dun. Blow the whistle. Dun, dun, dun. It was a 17 minus 1. <laughs> you blow it in this weird kind of like high-pitched drone comes out of the whistle <laughs> nothing seems to happen at the moment Zuvar you feel underneath your tunic Nay just begins to wrestle a bit like climb out and stand up towards the sound okay um Prof Inoki Ugesh it as well everyone go ahead and give me perception checks oh boy Oh no. Oh, uh, six. <laughs> 17 plus 320. With that, you kind of look at Nay and see in the direction he's kind of like putting his legs out towards. Uh, it's a bit past it, and you can kind of focus a bit and hear more spiders approaching. And at that point, Bupito, Elder, Sushar, all of them are getting their stuff and they kind of like look at it disapprovingly and just say we need to move if, if we're not trying to engage it kind of looks around panicked like i i just i gesture to it if i could have the whistle please <laughs> it looks a little embarrassed and gives you the whistle <laughs> you guys rush off and depart and deeper into the tunnels everyone is a bit more alert to their surroundings and few of the people a few of the npcs have decided to make torches to make the path easier and with the fire it cuts through the webbing a bit faster than just swinging at it so you guys have a little more difficulty uh still traveling but you're not moving as slow as you were before while you are traveling everyone go ahead and give me another perception check i got a 23 17 not 20. Ooh. Hey, not 12. 20. hard to beat that not 20 though yeah so ugesh and krav you barely see it while you guys are while you all are looking around off in a random tunnel just completely separate from where you guys are you see a gold cobalt look at you all and dash down the tunnel for, or just disappear oh i love cobalts i just look over to ugesh i'm just like um cobalt did gold did you see that it's like i think i might have <laughs> I think I, I I think I saw one. I think I saw it. I think I saw one too. I'm pretty sure, guys. Guys, there's we have kobolds in this cave. How does everyone feel about kobolds? Dan, they kind of turns to like I think it's the is that something we need to be concerned about? I want to get out of here. I shrug my shoulders, so I'm okay. It says, "What is cobalt?" Hmm. Can I determine? Uh like i guess the difference like the, the nature of kobolds being down here in caves like is that like a can i determine to see if that's like a i will give you with your knowledge you have uh you would know that this terrain that you're currently in it seems like it will stretch on for a couple of miles of just like spider infested areas not much of anything would want to be around here and kobolds definitely wouldn't be around here so that what you saw out there was something random. So, and then I turn to the party, and um, you see this like metallic eyebrow just raise, just one. <laughs> Hold on. So nice of your creators to give you. <laughs> God, you have metallic features. Metallic eyebrow, yeah. So it's like every time it's just like, like say I'm, I guess like uh, 
I see something appealing and my eyes go wide. Can they be removed? Man, they're very, very detail-oriented, the people who made you. <laughs> I would say no, they cannot be removed. They're common they're almost like think of think of um SS Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Eyebrow <laughs> for a machine. Do we hear like the crinking of like metal going like <laughs> Do you hear startup process for scowling? Well, I would say you kind of see like uh, I guess my my center panel has like a, a display board and you guys just see like a question mark on it. <laughs> and I'm just like a few things about this cave. Yes, this is a home for spiders. Uh, not for that cobalt we just saw. There's a lot more things down here than probably might meets the eye. So, um, let's be on our P's and Q's. Okay, and with that, you guys continue trekking down. It takes some. It takes quite a while. Several hours pass, and you all are still traveling through these spider eggs. Everyone is beginning to feel exhausted from the, just the tension of having to hear the skittering of spiders and trying to stay quiet around them, hoping that they don't uh, get, they don't notice you. Uh, to which, at a certain point, you just see shoot, uh, still kind of like slump and like lean down on the side of a wall, and Shushar just picks him up and starts carrying him. Elder kind of looks towards the group and starts thinking about taking a rest here in the tunnels. It doesn't say anything, but it is jealous that Shushar is carrying someone else. I, I I guess I look at it and I'm but like... It doesn't say anything. Eh? I stick my hands out. It jumps into your hands and you become poisoned. <laughs> yeah, give me um constitution saving throw, Jake. Oh, well, I'm immune <laughs> to poison, so... <gasps> oh, yeah. What? We're the perfect pair! <laughs> <laughs> Are you surprised I'm not, like, dying? Yeah, like, how does it respond to uh, this? It jumped in without thinking because... Seeking companionship. Its little legs are tired because, I don't know if you know, but I have... I am not fast at all. I think I can walk, like, 15 feet or something ridiculous like that. So, uh... True, but you are a rogue, so you have, like, that extra movement. Yeah, but it probably sucks to have to dash all the time. (laughs) So it was very tired and, you know... I guess it's better judgment when it saw a chance to not have to walk, it took it. And then, like, after, like, five minutes, it was like, oh, wait, are you okay? (laughs) And I I look at you and my, like, my little crinkles of my cheeks, like, slightly rise, so you can see I'm smiling, but I don't have a mouth. And I thumbs you up. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) It interprets this as grimacing in pain, and, uh, but just kind of looks around awkwardly as it is just thinking, well, if you're not going to put me down... I guess it's fine. Elder starts uh, heading towards the side of a wall and looks over to uh, the tunnel that looks like it leads towards a ca- small cavern area. And she says, we should probably start for the night at least to uh, get some rest. And Shushar starts moving towards him to do the same. But Peter, however, still keeps moving ahead and then he turns to the group. I believe we all should keep moving despite our exhaustion. The terrain we were just in was not enjoyable, and it, it slowed us down a lot. I would say if we risk it, we could probably cover more ground and perhaps more distance from our pursuers. The little one's right. We should keep moving. Thumbs up for me. It doesn't have a problem if it's not being carried. <laughs> I agree. I love this ties. How is Durandal reacting to all of this? I'm pretty sure he's... Then they're kind of... Yeah, then they'll uh, kind of size to as well and looks towards the group and says, I will move with you all, not a problem, but I would think uh, we should have some rest. I do not care for how this could affect my skin, and I don't know what kind of transformation effects would uh, linger after I turn back into an elf. I wouldn't want to wrinkle here or there, just continue traveling. So, is everyone in agreement to uh, moving forward still? Thumbs up for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Everyone continues going through. I will now need you all to make me constitution checks. Jake, are you still holding it? I am. Can I get advantage? <laughs> I will say it and stool have advantage. Yeah, we're the babies. Yeah, I'm carrying two babies in my arms. But <laughs> oh, no, Shushar is. Yeah, Shushar has a stool. Does that mean the people carrying the babies have disadvantage? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do that to them. <laughs> Yet. Constitution of the 17. 
just a check, not a saving throw, right? No, constitution saving throw. Oh, okay. Oh, it's saving throw. Oh, I got a three then. Uh, thank God I have an advantage. One second. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I had I rolled uh, a three and then an 18. So. You don't get an advantage. Wait, what? You're not being carried. Oh, fine. I get a three. <laughs> you're not. You're not, baby. Nah. <laughs> okay, well, even with advantage, that's terrible. I rolled a four and a five. Oh no. It is such hard work being carried. Arun? A 17. David? I got an 18. 18. Uh, Jake's? Uh, three. <laughs> and Maya? Just double checking. Five. You all kind of push yourselves onward uh, for a few more hours, and it is wearing on a few of you. Everyone who did not get a 15 or above. Go ahead and mark one point of exhaustion on your uh, stuff. Okay, I have to figure out how to mark that on this website. It's tiring having to keep trekking, but soon the terrain begins to change into more colorful and luminous areas, with fungi growing on the walls here and there, and in sections of small ponds of water. The air in the open space is gray more refreshing after spending hours in this area surrounded by webs. And for those of you who have experienced or lived in the Underdark, you start to see terrain that begins more, that is more familiar, like various fungi and uh, lichen that can be edible or used for other number of things. You guys see uh, various like 10 foot straight stalks that just uh, hang over uh, the river. You see on the side of the wall these bulbs of these fungi bulbs, with some of them changing from blue to red to green. Others have these various smells to them, some of them very sweet. You see Eldiv just kind of like at this point leans towards the Zuckwood tree, starts taking off her armor and like lies next to it, just taking getting a breather to herself. Some of the NPCs do the same, but Peter kind of stands on this little rock section and pulls out a flask. So you see uh, Elder just like lie and then like start to take her armor off and lie next to her underneath a a giant piece of fungi. After a few minutes of doing so, she pulls out an axe and starts chopping into that piece of wood. Stool is over near one of the cavern walls. You just see him mystified by a number of the fungi that is on the ground. He just starts picking up pieces of them and examining the fungi. Shushar and Darendale are chill chilling next to some of, the, some of the ponds in the area. One of them, you see uh, Darendale kind of growling and thrusting his hands into the water and like just tapping into that crag off nature, attempting to try to grab some kind of fish. And Bupito is just resting. What do you, anything you guys would like to do? It goes swimming. Oh, okay. You jump into one of the ponds and the water is, for you going so refreshing. You just, you feel like you can breathe underwater, no problem. Yeah. Underneath, you see a few pieces of fungi kind of glowing. Uh, one of which is this green moss that, as you swim closer to it, kind of starts to warm. Uh, starts to warm the water near you. I like it. It doesn't have much of a taste, but as you kind of lick it, you your tongue scrapes off these small little flakes that just have this brown powder that float next before the float in front of you and kind of like shimmers. Well, being frog, I love nothing more than eating tiny morsels that might be bugs. So I eat, I eat the powder. Do you like open your mouth and just absorb the water around it as well? Or do you kind of like one by one just? I'm just like, just like, a, just like imagine a frog trying to eat some dust water. <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> Okay. Is anyone else doing anything? Uh, I want to watch. I want to watch as she does this. So stand close. Stand by. <laughs> <laughs> you, as you're doing so, she starts kind of splashing a little water next to you and starts pulling out a few of the rations and begins eating it. I, I hold my hand. I hold my hand up while still keeping my eyes fixated on on it. Just like not now. I want to check out any if I can identify or like pick up any information from my surrounding. Like, you know, maybe see where we are in the Underdark or see if I see anything important or interesting. All right. Give me a nature check. Uh, actually, give me two checks. One nature, one survival. Ooh, two checks. Okay. Ooh, that's pretty good. So for the nature check, I got a 21. And for survival, 
I... Uh, here we go. Ooh, also good. 19. Okay, let's start with the survival. At this point, you know uh, you've traveled west so far um, in the Underdark. You don't know any major landmarks or areas that you're looking for. Uh, but you know that through the terrain, the way the terrain is looking, it should get a bit more humid and more vivid with life as you continue if you're heading towards the Dark Lake. And the terrain should become uh, a bit more aquatic as you see moss. As you look around the area for your nature check, you're familiar with uh, all kinds of parts and pieces of fungi that is in the area. Like the green moss that it is currently like messing around with, you know as this bioluminescent uh, moss called Oromu, like O-R-M-U. You know that uh, it's pretty useful for keeping warm underwater and it has a little powdery flake, like a powder that flakes off and gives off light in a small area. You look towards the gray stalks that Elder is just hacking down, and you see she's already made a long, about 12, 12 inches strip, but long, matching her armor. And you know this to be Zerkwood. And it's very popular in the Underdark. It had, it's good for eating if you need to eat it, but the way it's, uh, it's designed, it has these large grain-like spores that are pretty durable. So you can carve it into a number of things like rope, bridges, or armor. And that's what Elder seems to be doing. Thorl is messing with a couple of spores here and there. One of them seems to be this edible little fung like green fungi with green cap on it. And you know that if you make mix it around a bit, it, has, it can be uh, turned into bread. But then you see him messing with this tall orange and red fungi that he begins to like gets close to and you immediately know that's that's Tim Max. That's a that's not good. That's terrible mushroom. You, that that might be something bad if he touches. If even if he's himself a mushroom, you don't know. All right. Well, yeah. I I was going to, and I start collecting things in like empty jars that I have. Like I pop up in two and just put some of those ormu mushrooms and some of wort. But then. Before I fill up another jar, I see what's going on and rush over to stop him. You grab his hand just before he touches it and kind of getting next to it. You kind of feel like this heat radiating off of it. And he kind of just looks up to you curious and then looks down and then he releases his force to communicate and just says, bad? And I, I say, really bad. Yeah. And I clap my hands very loudly for everyone just in close distance it hides and then i point and then like make a gesture to like chop my neck off i'm like no very bad don't did you pull the mushrooms out or to just point towards them just point towards them and like with my hand i'm like oh this kills you <laughs> do not touch what about this one and you see uh then they'll kind of just like yank up another one in his hand and this one has this bright red uh stalk to it uh, I mean, I immediately go to try to, like, you know, help him. <laughs> right? You yank it out of his hand, and as you take it out, a few seconds pass, and you feel it just get very warm in your hand. Give me a nature check to see if you know what this is, and depending on what you roll, we'll see how you're able to react. Oh, three. Uh, you don't know what this is. It's just, it's beginning, it's a pleasant heat that builds up your hand, and then all of a sudden, wow, this is hot, 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 hot. All right. I need you to make me a deck save, and so for Dar as well for Daniel, as it kind of just pops off the top of the cap and then bursts into fire. Okay, I got a five this time. That much better. <laughs> Daniel got a 17. Nice. So he leaps out of the way, and like just surrounding your hand, you kind of pull back to avoid most of it, but it burns you for six points of fire. Eesh. All right. And then at this point, Elder kind of like looks at the stalks nearby and says, no, that's torch stalk. That is also bad. I, I, I think you should know that as well. <laughs> I guess I'm like, oh, my hand. And I go dunk it in the water, I suppose. <laughs> and the water is kind of like covered it all now at this point by this glowing brown like powder. And give me a perception check. And it give me a stealth check at advantage. Uh, so it's either an eight or a much better 21 and i got a nine yeah you you just stick your hand in the water you're not paying attention or searching for it 
but you also just can't see anything else except this uh, glowing mist, uh, power, glowing mist in the wall. About 20 minutes, 30 minutes pass, and Gupita kind of like gets up and starts packing a few of his things and turns to the group and mentions, I'm going to scout ahead for half a day and see if we can find ourselves a, slide, a safer path. I can take a few, uh, at most two, who think they are stealthy enough to come with. It would make the trip a little safer, but I think it would be easier if you all just waited here. And he gets ready to walk forward. Anyone trying to go with him? Is he going to walk along the water? Uh, he walks near one of the rivers uh, here, but it doesn't seem like he's going into the water. Yeah, Rune, if you want to go with him, you can. You can go. I also, I also start to follow. Okay. Is anyone else trying to do anything in this section? I mean, I, I guess I just kind of hang out for a bit, ch- talk to, like, um... Everybody that's around. Uh, but Peter's about to head off to scout uh, for a, a safer path. Yeah, I'll talk to everybody. Be like, so, what's up? But without actually saying anything, I just kind of lean really cool, like, on the a boulder and point to them, like, finger guns, like, hey. Elder is hacking into the uh, Zeppelin and she kind of looks at you with the thumbs. Not, it's not part even, like, actual thumbs for you as a mic in it. It's kind of like these weird long stalks that you just click upwards it's kind of it's kind of good to look at well it's my hand so it's what i got you know <laughs> right she kind of like it takes a second to process what you're doing and gives a thumbs up and starts gesturing towards you over uh to her yeah all right here i need here i need you to hold this strip as i try to bend it she just gives you a little piece of circle with Okay, I just, you know, I hold her, help her out. She puts a little bit of water on it and starts rubbing it. And as she rubs it, she puts a little strength into it and starts curling it around. And this circle word is very malleable. You can, you see that it has a number of uses. After she does this curling and earn curling for a few minutes, starts, uh, she dries it out and you kind of see her kind of sew it into her armor in sections where she's taking a few hits from the spiders. She looks at you and says, you want to try with any of this? It's very useful. I mean, I guess. Yeah, sure. She sits down and like chops off a piece of a, like a branch that's pretty long, about three feet, and like hands it to you. Hands you a small knife if you just kind of let you go at it. All right. Do I have to do anything or we just say we do it? Um, if you want to just say you mess around, um, give me, give me the, like, give me two dexterity checks and tell me if you're trying to, like, go with purpose on this or you're just idly messing with the words. I try to go with purpose to see if, like, I can actually do it. Um, the first one is a 15 and the second one is an 11. And so you just start working on it and it's kind of hard to tell the purpose of it, but you kind you can go ahead and mark off a quarter staff uh, that you now have. Here, I actually just like before I put it away, I just give it to Stool, and I'm like, "Here you go, little buddy." It matches his height with nicely, and it, he kind of has his proper look, like he's a traveler of the underdog. He stands proudly with it and looks forward towards you. Hell yeah, that's my friend right there. I like, I like, you know, I'm like, yeah. If 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 I could do an air guitar, I would. Ugesh, give me a perception check. What's up, Sean? Eleven. Alright, you kind of just you paying attention to it doing splish splash in the water. And you kind of hear an extra splish splash further up in a, uh, in a pond away. And as you kind of turn up and look, you see two goblins wearing these like tattered cloth uh, clothing. And we're going to switch or change the area up a bit. Splish splash. And go towards. Splish splash over there. They splash every day. Draw, cry. You all start to follow down a number of tunnels, and you realize that with a smaller group, you're able to cover way more ground and get these better positions to look around. You've effect- you found uh, within the two or three hours that it's taking you guys to travel, a couple of paths are way safer to uh to traverse. That will also that will also speed up your journey if you do it properly. At a certain point, you see Bupito's ears perk up, and he turns towards you all and says, We're not the only ones here. And he points further ahead, and you kind of see one lone drow looking around uh, 
in the area next to you all. So I need you two to give me stealth rolls. Your boy is hiding. Oh, I got a net 20. Ooh. That's a 12 plus stealth. Four. That's a 16. 16, okay. You guys uh, get pretty low and you're uh, properly hidden. And you kind of just watch this prowl hang out by himself for a moment, investigate the area. He seems like he's searching for something, and as you get a better look on him, it doesn't look like one of the drow that came from your outpost, the outpost that you guys escaped. It seems like he's a drow from a different prison. He doesn't seem like he's looking for you all. Muttering to himself about these two small goblins and talking about how he's going to lose his position if he can't find them. Rapido turns to, to you all and with a small blade in his eye, he pulls out a dagger and gestures towards him. Seems like it's just him by himself. He might pass, he might go back, or he might continue this way. What do you want to do? I have a harebrained but not so harebrained idea. He just kind of looks at you blankly like, oh, oh, okay. What if we pretend that he wasn't here? And only, and only if, if he becomes hostile, then we put him in the ground. Sure, I'm fine with that, but the way he's traveling, he's either going to go back to where he came, or he's going to continue down this way, and has, if he goes fastest, he'll probably run into the other group. Oh, well, if it's just him, I'm sure either he can't take all three of us, and I'm pretty sure he can't take the rest of the group back there. So, I'd say, let's reveal ourselves, and actually let's kind of, like, you know, let's actually pass him, as if we were just, you know, random adventurers not looking to be bothered by any random individual. Let's actually, let's actually, you know, look like we're, we have a set goal in mind and other people don't really matter. Um, Crop, so you seem to know this terrain and place really well. Do you really think that there will be adventurers so close to a prison setting where, you know, very hostile people are kept, like, don't you think that's going to raise eyebrows, especially if this is a drill who might work at a different prison? Hmm, yes, you are right, but he doesn't seem like the ones that were in our cell. But I guess you can never be too sure. At this point, you kind of hear that a drow curse to himself and kind of do the small whistle with his fingers. And from the tunnel beyond, you see one more drow appear and they start talking. You haven't found the uh, escapees? No, no, they, they seem to have gone through the river, going probably a few hours ahead. It's not worth it for these, for this. We could probably just head back. Well, I'm not, I'm not taking the blame for it. I'm not either. Sadie died and just move on. You guys hear this conversation? They're heading back, but better to just stay hidden until they go then. Alright, fair enough. As this is happening, um, in the crop, you see Zavara is on a little bit of loose graveling and it begins to shift and he slides down a bit. You are able to just catch him and like the way and hold him and there's just a little bit of gravel drops onto the ground and it's silence. You look, it doesn't seem like the drow have noticed. Thank God. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, that was real sloppy of me. Thank you again. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure you'll be able to pull me out of a pickle anytime. Oh yeah, I yes, I if I get the chance, I, I I will. Oh, and also one more thing. Remember, if you're going to shoot, tell me where. <laughs> About that, I'm I'm sorry. It was a one-time thing, okay? <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll look. I was gonna say it's never a one-time thing. <laughs> oh, it would never be a one-time. I gesture to like the other arrows in your bolt. Just like no, it's fine. It's fine. Bupito puts his hand on your shoulder and says, "Let me know if you ever need assistance with a accidental shot." I'm. Um, I let you know, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'll be okay. Thank you. It's like you. You guys realize I can hear both of you. Bupita smiles and says, I hope you did. <laughs> Trust me. Ah, uh, yes. And then you just kind of hear uh, below the drow. You know what? No, no. I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm commanding you. Go down the river and keep searching. Uh, come back with the goblins or don't come back at all. Yes, sir. And they split. One of them just uh, heads further up and the other one comes down your way. He doesn't seem to be paying attention to you all at all. 
and just focus on uh, the river as he walked. So were we to hide from this drought, would he follow the river to where the others are? Due your time traveling, you saw a couple of twisted turns. It's unlikely that he'll run into your group, but uh, you don't know for sure. I could say worst case scenario, we could just knock him out. Yeah, I mean, we could be, we could sort of pretend to be looking for, you know, some sort of a, a rare fungi and we can ask him about what it is and where it is going and just know his business and kind of divert him away. Or, or how about this? How about we pretend that we're searching for drought prisoners and that he fits the description of one and he needs to come with us? What are we going to do to him? Like, knock him out? Eventually? We'll, con- we'll try and convince him to come quietly. Okay. We're here to- we'll let him know that we're here to rescue Drow prisoners. That he needs to come quietly. Because there are people looking for him. Lupita kind of just stares at the two of you and places his hands on his uh, dagger. I, I will follow your decision on this. Okay, Lupita. But I'm gonna need you to be accurate. If you- if you- if you stab something- if you attempt to stab something, you don't stab. We will have problems. So keep that st- Anything I aim to kill, I succeed. Do not worry, my friend. As you all are having this conversation, you see the drow approaching, and then he starts to uh, notice what seems to be small tracks crossing the Wart River, and he begins walking mm. through. Do y'all do anything? Panic! <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, 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 Zivara, anything? Anything? You want to call to him? Stop him? I guess we could go with your plan then. Just, but he's he's also a guard. How can we convince him that he's a prisoner? That <laughs> I don't want to be meta, but God, I wish I were there. <laughs> so I wasn't the only one like really excited to see how that went down. We're having this panicked conversation as he's slowly drawing near. Do you have any, do you have a special kind of uh, do you have like an emblem or anything like a patch? Uh, military related on you? Not military related, but I do have my family sigil with well, it's it's famous but for the wrong reasons here. I, I suppose like we could pretend to be looking for pretending to be looking for technically me who could have who just escaped. So like we would pretend that you're the prisoner and that he's trying to help us find other prisoners? We would pretend that we are adventurers looking for me, um, who has escaped from prison, and we first ask him if he's seen anything, and, uh, well, he's probably going to bring up that he's looking for goblins, and we'll just point him to the opposite direction, saying, we saw something run up that way, and that should drive him off the trail. Very well. Let's just hope that the trail we drive him off to doesn't lead directly into our, uh, group. That could probably spell trouble. But let's 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 go. Alright. So we get down from wherever we're hiding. Who huh? Who's there? Uh uh it's it just us. Just us. Hold it. Pulls out a crossbow just like State your business. Who are you all? Um yeah, we I I walk like with hands up, but Peter at this point just like mutters few things and he turns invisible. You all make your choice and just turns invisible. He has the white ring. Um, I uh, he still has a crossbow aimed at us. Yeah, he's kind of just shaking with it. As you get a look at him, he's a bit young. Uh, seems like he doesn't have any insignia or patches on his to uh on his armor. It's a bit shabble how he has it on. Like he's rushed this morning to put it on, and you kind of see like a five o'clock shadow on his face. Just like don't move. Who are you? I say, you're not gonna hit anything shaking shaking in your boots like that. You might want to put that thing down for you hurt someone. In your ear, Krav, you hear? I'm going to get a closer look. Let me, and just in case he tries. And he just, you just see the, at the, as you hear that, you just hear it also hear the drought just like, step out from behind there. I want to see both of you. Yeah, come on. All right, Zavar, let's, let's, let's move into the light. Yeah. Sure. Um, we're actually going to leave it here for now. I love that land basically destroyed itself 
in less than a second. Like, you're like, hey, and then everything immediately went to shit. I wasn't going to say anything, but it would have been incredible for y'all to try to be like, hey, halt, prisoner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I was gonna run with it, but then this is like. <laughs> yeah, I was totally, I was totally gonna run with it, but Zavara had a pretty, pretty good point. I was just like, yeah, that's asinine. Don't do it. <laughs> if you had rolled a high enough check, things would have happened. That's all I'm saying. Oh my god, that's a that's a DC thirty right there. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping on because I have a zero and like charisma on everything. <laughs> Negative one on charisma. Oh my god. I guess we walk out and and yeah, we don't have our hands up or anything. We just walk out. Yeah, we just yeah, we just walk out. I kinda like put I kinda like I, I see you shoot your hands up as he puts the crossbow and I'm just like, no, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's standing in the water all menacingly now. Dun, dun, dun. We don't Cliff hanger hanging off a cliff. Suddenly a gold suddenly a gold cobalt drops in with the dragon. I hope it's not that woman. <laughs> that woman I try to murder. Don't worry about that. You don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Sure don't. So, Bobito can turn invisible, huh? That would have been pretty useful back in the prison during our escape attempt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of things I really wish we could have taken advantage of in the prison, but like... You just forget sometimes that we couldn't really use magic or anything. We were really in a tough spot. Yeah, for a good chunk of that. <laughs> but hey, not in the prison anymore. <laughs> now we just have the constant threat of death from unknown creatures, right? Yes. Like I did enjoy this episode very much after how you guys uh, put him, how the role play between you all went. It's, it gets me excited for what's to come. And this episode gave a lot of time for. Uh, I say world creation and player interaction, you know, sort of a tutorial level to an MMO, MMO world. Yeah, I like, I think about all the cool ways we could like cinematically present the like podcast episodes or like our journey, right? And I'm just like, God, it'd be so cool, but like so much work. <laughs> Indeed. But like, you know, now that you mentioned it, like part two or like episode eight would be a pretty good jumping point or like a good point to jump in into this podcast, right? Like if, if I were to recommend our campaign to somebody, right? I'd be like, oh yeah, you could start at the beginning. I, I know the audio is a bit rough, but like it's pretty fun listening to them in the prison. But they do leave the prison and and part two they really get going with some of the role playing. So, you know, episode eight would be another good place to start. You know, it's yeah. kinda like it's kinda like um recommending an anime, right? In a in a later arc, kinda like a time skip or something, right? Yes. Indeed, people. Recommend this podcast to a friend. Or maybe check out our Patreon at nextontheinitiative.com. Any additional I really thought you were gonna be like, <laughs> yes, people. We watch anime. We are big fucking nerds. Oh, of course. They know, they inherently know we are the weebs. I watch the Sailor Moon. I watch the Big O. I check out the Yasha of the Inu. See, I was like, wow, you really picked some really well-known anime. And then you started naming more. And I'm like, okay, yep, yep, there we go. There we go, go. rule of three. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll do an anime podcast one day for fun or something, you know? But like... Who knows? Fingers crossed. Ah, but for like really, you know, that's not promising anything. We we just like anime. But if <laughs> if you do want to check out our Patreon, <laughs> yes, check it out at next on in the uh, check it out. <laughs> Ooh, tangent. Check it out on nextontheinitiative.com. Yeah, well, what, you know what they say: anime nerds love talking about anime, right? <laughs> oh, we could talk about the edit we have on just the whole hour of conversation for anime we have before these uh, recordings. God, I feel like like um, we don't record them, but like before we do these uh, intros and outros and podcast editing, we usually catch up on what the other one has been watching or reading in terms of anime. <laughs> and they're pretty fun, but like not really usable content because they immediately become outdated like within the, like, the week, you know? Yeah, it kind of makes it difficult to keep time, but it will make you feel old. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, cool. You know? So, all things aside, so Jake's. So Jake's. 
So, Jakes, whose turn is it to name a $3 item? Oh, man, don't you, like, here's a surprise. Don't you mean name a $1 item? Interjecting gasp. Hold on, let me do that again. Interjecting gasp. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We opened another tier on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're trying out something new. We're we're going for a one dollar tier for a while. You know, um, like people have a lot of concerns or like a lot of things they have to worry about. You know, like people have a lot of bills to take care of and to keep track of and like groceries and stuff. Indeed, so like, indeed. I don't know, man. Like one dollar doesn't seem like too much to like have available for people if they want to just like. Give us a dollar or something, you know what I mean? It's one McChicken. Oh, yeah, that's true. Let me go ahead and point out I do not support McDonald's in any shape or form. I <laughs> actually cut them out of my life years ago. See, I was just thinking, like, what's, a, what's something that's like a dollar or a euro or, like, something in another part of the a world, hundred right? A hundred yen. A hundred yen, one year. Does a hundred yen equivalent, uh, is it equivalent to a dollar? It's a little less than a dollar. Just like a euro oh, yeah, the euro okay. is a little more than a dollar, you know? Mm. Well, for the price of one shelling, <laughs> one coin. <laughs> yes, one coin of any denomination, you can keep this podcast going. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> one token. It can be made of pine cone. We'll accept it. it as long as it has like Susan B. Anthony's face on it or something. Or you're willing to pay the shipping on that pine cone? Send it to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, pay for the shipping and leave $1 in that envelope as well. <laughs> Just one shilling, please. <laughs> one shilling. You can support us on Patreon and help us buy, I guess, with this, a naval vestige we, that we can hold all of our shillings on. <laughs> Maybe a Bitcoin or two. <laughs> oh, yes. The crypto no, no. C. Well, yeah, just a, a uh, I don't know, a, a hundredth of a Bitcoin. <laughs> mm, we get so, one bit. <laughs> so, uh, Eli, do you have anyone in mind for like bringing them in for the podcast to like try to name something that's a dollar. I kind of want to test out this new lasso harpoon gun I have. And mm. I think I'm going to aim it towards that person over there. Oh, really? Fire! <laughs> this is a long cable. <laughs> it's gas powered, by the way. So I'm keeping this going. Got it. Okay, hold on. Hello? We got it. We got, we got it, people. Hello? Hey, 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 hey. I'm glad it caught you. I hope the travel wasn't too uh, difficult with the hook on you. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I just want you to know that there was a very major reveal in Critical Role and uh, Vesteragna. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Keep giving hype and spoil about the superior podcast that we are competing against. <laughs> 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 okay so maya um do you have in mind something that's like a dollar or you know yeah oh yes i'm sure you uh have something that's good for the price of one dollar maya like what, what what would that be for the price of one dollar you can buy no pressure uh, a shirt from goodwill that's a little bit too niche to somebody else's life <laughs> like oh, a, like man. a johnson's family reunion 2019 exactly or like <laughs> Sourdough Master 2019. <laughs> Grandpa's Funeral 2006. <laughs> oh, isn't that when they went to the Wacky Whitewaters? Oh, that <laughs> coffin bobbed up and down. It was a wild trip. You know, you know, it's gonna be a rare find if we find a like family reunion T-shirt from 2020 <laughs> in like a Goodwill. Oh my God! It would have to be like the early months, or you know, the whole family's dead. <laughs> or, exactly. <laughs> or, like, or, like, or it'd be like it would be like um, it would be like the Jackson family reunion, February 2020, and we'll be like they didn't know. And then the Jackson family funeral, 2021. <laughs> no. <laughs> Arms outstretched, mask on. <laughs> <laughs> it just has a like a concert venue like listing behind it in the back. Oh yes. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, for the price of one very niche shirt that you can get over at Goodwill, you can keep this podcast going. So please support us on Patreon and do go in there and buy yourself a secondhand niche uh shirt. Let's say uh dad's second best second best dad or second best grill dad. 
45th second best uncle or something. Second best uncle. <laughs> okay, okay. H&R Blocks soccer team. Number one. <laughs> number one HR woman in the Southeast. <laughs> okay. Last so... one to jump off the ship 2025. What? This is in the future shirt? Where did I find this? So, follow us. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, follow us on social media. You can use the links in the description to find our official accounts. And as always, consider giving us a good rating on the platform you listen to this <laughs> podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, we would really appreciate it. Yeah, we mostly put stuff on Instagram, but like... We also have a Twitter, Facebook, you know, all that stuff, but... And the YouTube! Yep, yep, and the YouTube, you know, but we're definitely more active on Instagram on YouTube than compared to the other ones. But hey, they're there, so we have official accounts and no one else can claim it. <laughs> Indeed. Some of the sound effects used in this episode were made by Jake's, our showrunner. Hey, that's The me. sources for the music and additional sound effects can be found in the description and were used under Creative Commons Licensing. This podcast is unofficial fan content of the D&D 5e module, Out of the Abyss. We are not sponsored or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast. Any role-playing we do as characters, depictions of locations, or other content in this module is fan content of this podcast of the source material. So please support the official content. Please support the official content. Support the official content, y'all. Support, support it. Support it. Support it. Support it. And give special it. thanks. To Maya Ross playing as It the Grunge. That's me. Jack Phillips as Krav the Warford. That's not me. Arun Bhattaraj as Uvara the Half-Elf. That's not me. <laughs> Jake Hernandez as Inoki the Mykonid. That's Jake. And David Ugesh. Oh no, David Ugesh, <laughs> I spelled your name wrong. <laughs> and David George as Ugesh the Fighter. That's not me. And, 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 and who's the one doing the beat? No one else. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't see anyone else on the script. Yeah. Yeah. And Elijah as the DM. Oh, Not that anyone cares. Don't want, oh, wait, okay, there we go. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. What is dragons? I cannot guarantee there'll be dragons in the making of the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Do I have to say a quote now? No, no, no. See, I had something different in mind, something kind of nice. So our our friend Arun Bhattawaj, who plays Suvara the Half-Elf on the podcast, he's recently got a nice opportunity to uh, get a job in a different state and pursue one of his passions. So we just want to say, you know, good luck to you, man. We, we hope everything works out. We love and miss you, good sir. We can't wait to hear from you and all of your successes. Uh, rude. Uh, rude. Super excited for you. We're gonna miss you, but we know it's gonna be great. Watch out for underwater moose. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Hip hip. hip hooray! Yeah. Hip hip. Hooray! Hip hip. Ah! Do we do it more than three times? I don't know. I think hip, we're hip. good. Oh, hip yeah. hip. Hip hip. <laughs> hip hip. Arun. Arun. <laughs> this is gonna be our most controversial episode, guys. Just going ahead and putting that out there. <laughs> Yeah, the episode was great, but their and their outro was a bit skatey there. All right, uh, peace. <laughs> Be safe out there, y'all.